Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. I know, man, it's going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun today. It's going to be a lot of fun today. So, chat, here's what I'm going to do for you right off the bat. If you have not put in answers to our Final Fantasy Favorites survey, the link is in chat. You can go fill it out now. We will be sharing your reactions live on today's show because there's not a lot of news, right? Final Fantasy 14, 555's out. Uh, we'll touch base with the hosts and see if uh, anything's changed in their opinions, their initial opinions. But uh, And Square Enix kind of keeping quiet this week with E3 just around the corner. We do have a sneak peek at what they'll pre be presenting. So we do have some stuff there. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about your favorites in the Final Fantasy universe. If you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, consider heading on over to the website right there. Yeah, right there. Readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. And you'll see the socials are all in the upper right-hand corner. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all of that stuff. And come join us live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, so you can be a part of the show like today's chat as well. So get your final survey result answers in as I introduce my co-hosts for the evening, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. How are you, sir? Greetings, programs. I'm doing fabulous, and I love this type of stuff. All the love of Final Fantasy right here. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I picked some unique ones. Like, obviously, the ones you know are going to be on there, on there. Like, which yeah. is your favorite mainline game and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But then there are some unique ones, I think. Unique ones. Yeah, like uh, mobile. Yeah, Ms. <laughs> tweeted out <laughs> the show and said that, uh, oh, no, it's another time to for everybody to argue about their favorites. And I said, hey, when the news is light, start a fight. So that's what we're going to do today. Also Someone's joining us. Bloody. Yeah, also joining <laughs> us for the Final Fantasy Battle Royale, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? Not much, man. There's only one correct answer to all these questions, by the way. Of course. That's not true. It's yeah. whatever answers you give, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how this works. Everybody yeah. else is wrong and dumb. Mm -hmm. for choosing those as the answers. So, yes, I will give the link uh, one more time as we go in just a few minutes here. I want to talk a little bit about uh, tomorrow. I will be streaming if you're a Final Fantasy FT FFTCG fan. We kind of set this up before the show talking about it tomorrow. Uh, since there is no WoW raid, our group is now taking a break until 9.1 as far as scheduled raids since we've already cleared Heroic and all that crap. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to be doing Final Fantasy TCG. We'll play on Octagon, probably. I mean, if we get there. <laughs> but we're going to do a little special live stream and go through all kinds of collectors and sealed stuff and how all of this is stored in my house and like just how I do it for an insane level of collecting. An insane level of collecting. And if you want to see some neat stuff as an FFTCG collector, I don't have an A002. I would love one, but it's just, you know, it's not going to happen right now at $2,400 for the, the last time one sold. 
Uh, but we'll see, maybe in the future. But I do have some neat stuff, and we'll we'll take you through all of it. You can see how my collection's bindered and stored, and how I build decks, and my my daily carry case, which has nine to eleven decks in it at any given time. So we'll we'll have some fun on that front. All right, chat, get those answers in now because uh, we're going to get started in just a minute. I do want to touch base with you gentlemen, though. We've had another week since our initial 5.55 impressions. Kronos, before the show, you were talking about the engagements a little bit uh, and some of the changes there. Now that you've had a week and you've, you've got more buffs and everything, how are you still feeling about that you got to grind it out content in 5.55? It's it's fun for what it is. Um, like the 1v1s are, are like kind of a joke now. So I've been doing those. But it's also kind of fun just to cheese them and see how much damage you can do. Like see if like you're a flattest misery hits for like 9 million damage, which I've seen on Twitter. It's kind of awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the 1v1s are dying in like less than a minute now. Uh, you just like can wow. stack buffs. It's pretty crazy. Um, so I've killed almost all of them now. I'm going to try to get all the titles just because well, why not at this point? Uh, but it, it's you fun. have time. You have time. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> I got months of time. Um, it, it, it's fun for what it is, but it's definitely not for everybody. Um, and some people are going to get bored faster than other people. It, it's basically the same as I was on it last week, to be honest. But I'm having fun in there. So, Anything changed for you in the last week, Tark? Uh, unfortunately not. The real-life J-O-B has uh, taken up all my attention these last seven days. So I haven't had much time to do anything in there, so... Still, still is what it is. Six months. Yeah, wait. that's all. That's all. That's all. Five and a half now. Five and a half. Yeah, five and a half months now. There's, there's the silver lining. The silver mm -hmm. lining. The silver lining for it all. All right, as chat checks in with their poll results or their poll surveys. Uh, by the way, there are a bunch of freeform ones on there. Obviously, I'm not going to read everybody's freeform answer, but if you have something pithy and funny to say. By all means, go ahead and put it in there. That's fine, too. Um, but we will give like talk about the ones that show up the most. So here we go, gentlemen. You ready? Ready. ready. The format we're going to take with this is I'm going to give you the first question and the choices, if there are appropriate choices on a particular question. Some of them are just freeform. Uh, and then we will go through ours first, and then we will look at chats. But then for the following question, we will alternate. We will go look at chat's uh, answer, primary answer. I will give you chat's primary answers, and then we will talk about ours. So we'll kind of go back and forth, uh, just giving the Final Fantasy favorites here on episode 27 of the Relic Grind. Sound good? Sounds good. Peachy. All right. I mean, the first question we're going to start off with is kind of the one you, you have to start a survey like this off with, right? It is, what is your favorite mainline non-MMO Final Fantasy title? So that gives you 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, uh, and 15. I also, since it is considered mainline, I did put X2 and 13.2 and Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 in there as well. So a couple sequels, but they still bear the numbers, so I put them in there as well. Uh, Chrono, since you are the one uh, 
as you advised us, that is going to give all of the correct answers to these questions. We'll start with you. Your favorite mainline Final Fantasy that is not 11 or 14 MMO. So that was mainly a joke, but yeah, yeah. Mainly um, a joke. I like he's, it's hard, yeah. he says hey, ma- it was mainly a there, joke. There are not a few questions on this list. A joke. There are a few questions on this list. I think that like there's only a few good answers, but that's just my opinion. It's you know, don't attack me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- oh, I should easy. note. I should note by the way that Tark and Kronos cannot see chat's answers. I have purposely oh, yeah. withheld them <laughs> from them uh, so that it can be a surprise. To them what our, our chat and our viewers that follow us on Twitter have done. All right, go ahead, Kronos. But yeah, so for me, this is really easy, right? I think for most people, their favorite Final Fantasy is like the one they have the most memories of. Like, not ne- maybe not necessarily the first one they played. Um, so like for me, it's, it's Final Fantasy VII. Um, it's like the first one that I really felt like I played like by myself and got like engrossed in. And I still play to this day and I still play every year. And I love pretty much everything about it. So, like, it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, it's why I love the remake, or, like, what's so hyped for the remake. Um, it's why I'm also very critical of certain things, too. Uh, I just want things to be, like, as good as they can be. That's just how my personality works. But Final Fantasy VII is uh, one of my favorite games of all time, easily, and definitely my favorite mainline Final Fantasy. What do you got, Tark? Agree, disagree? Disagree. It's still, it's it's up there. That's good. Um, but I'm going to disagree. First off, I was actually, you know, with Sly, we were doing maps, and some of his chat begrudgingly wondered why 7 Remake and Final Fantasy IV The After Years were not on this list. Right, I, because no remakes, no remakes were. I wasn't going to get involved in putting multiple remakes. No. I would debate you that 7 Remake is actually a sequel, but... Uh, and I would tell you that you're wrong, and it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them... I didn't make the list. So, uh, for this list, Final Fantasy IV, this is going to be... To be fair, there is also a question later that does give you the opportunity to allow those remakes into the answer. Anyways, Final (laughs) Fantasy IV is my first one. It has a special place in my heart. The whole cast of characters... um, just imprinted onto my heart. Um, they have such char- a great character development all across the board. The music just grabbed me. It was one of those games where you still in the cartridge, and back then there was no GameFly or you know streaming it. We couldn't afford to buy it. I had to go and rent it, and then plead with my mother to rent it again so that I wouldn't lose the cartridge to someone else and overwriting my save file. So I rented this thing like 15 times in a row just so I could keep it up and and finish it. So Final Fantasy IV is my favorite. I have that same exact memory for that same exact game. The red (laughs) FF2 cart, renting it from far more entertainment consecutively just so you didn't get your, your save files overwritten. Uh, unfortunately, gentlemen, you're both wrong. Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seven's a good game, sure. Four is a great game, sure. Uh, but it is Final Fantasy VI. I mean, that is, there is just no contest here. Tell me who the main character of six is. Exactly. Most, most e- of the cast. Exactly. <laughs> I, the The fact that it is not entirely dependent on one 
specific protagonist and one isolated story and multiple different bad guys throughout the whole thing. Yeah, you know that Kefka's a bad guy, but you think maybe the Emperor's changing things and then all of a sudden, it's just from a narrative standpoint, from a character standpoint, from a uh, what it did at the time uh, to change the way games were made. Uh, it's Six is absolutely, absolutely the best. Uh, Damina not happy with that answer. Uh, Damina no. would, of course, agree with Kronos. Uh, because if it's not Sephiroth, then it must be the wrong answer when it comes to Damina. She is all about the one-winged angel. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you, gentlemen, just a yes or no. Did the number one from all of our viewers that took our poll, did the number one, did we mention it? Do you think we mentioned it, Tark? Uh I want to say yes. Kronos, do you think we mentioned? I'd, I'd be surprised if we didn't. Yeah, so I'm going to say yes, too. We did not. Wow. wow. We did not. The 10? I'm surprised. We did not. And we did not by quite a margin. Wow. I feel like it has to be 10, 10 or 9. It is 9. It is yeah. 9. 9 20, nine's in my top 5. Oh, yeah, over 28% of poll respondees gave us FF9 as their favorite non our favorite mainline non MMO. Seven was behind it, but trailed by eleven percent. Wow. Trailed by eleven percent. And then right next to seven at almost the exact same percent was six. Yeah. Not a lot of people like nine. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. FF four. Where are you, FF four? Oh, sadness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's 10, there's 10, 2, there's 12, there's 13. Two. The percentage for 4 is so small, it can't make my graph. Oh, oh sad face. Right? But uh, hey, it's, it's favorite. It's not necessarily the best, but it's the favorite. So yeah. that's what matters. So I guess you could say if 6 and 7 didn't split the audience right down the middle at 50%, and they were just one game, they would have won. <laughs> but they split 34.2% right down the middle at 17.1 each, which allowed Final Fantasy IX to sneak in there and take it with over 28% of the vote. I'm, I'm not surprised that nine did well. I'm surprised that it won. Like, I kind yeah. of always expect six and seven to top those lists with the occasional four yeah. thrown in there. Um, I'm not surprised that nine did well, but I, I am, I think, Chronos surprised that it won in in a, in the viewer poll. Yeah, pretty much the same. Um, I, I think six and seven have the biggest fan bases, at least from my knowledge. So, like, those are typically the ones people argue over the most. But nine, I mean, nine's a slouch. Nine's up there too. Ten also. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of ten as well. So, I'm not I'm I'm not shocked that it won, but I'm surprised. I am surprised it beat six and seven. We follow that up, of course, with your favorite Final Fantasy non-mainline title, but we do exclude mobile here because we make it its own question later. So non-mainline Final Fantasy non-mobile title. And I'm going to give you chat's answer <laughs> at a stunning 64.7% of the votes. <laughs> yeah, this one only has one answer. 
this does only have one answer. This, yes, yeah. that is correct. I hope we're all on the same page here. But chat comes in and viewers come in that uh, maybe you could make it live. We do appreciate you filling out the the poll. We will be doing more of this type of interactive stuff, including having chat involved in game shows in the future. Uh, so make sure to join us live. 64.7% non-mainline, non-mobile Final Fantasy Tactics. And I don't think there's any shock from this panel. We, did we say it on three? I mean, we already know. I already said it. <laughs> yeah. I already said it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think it's even close, oh, honestly. like it. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not. Honorable mentions, who did manage to get 8.8% each, uh, Final Fantasy Type-0 and Final okay. Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles. But Tactics just absolutely running away with it. Uh, yep. And I can't think of a better answer. It's it's certainly my answer. And I'm talking about the original PlayStation. I got the strategy guide for it back here on display. Uh, the original PlayStation version. The, the handheld re-releases and updates are also good if you can't get a hold. They are fantastic and, and hold up just fine. The one thing I will say about this, and I didn't even realize this until... Torchwick started playing it, you know, and it came out before he was born, right? When he started playing it, and he's very big into uh, Fire Emblem and, and other types of strategy games like this, uh, he was surprised, and I was kind of surprised going back and looking at it, just how steep the learning curve in the game is. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty, it's not, like, I look back on it fondly, but I also probably have repressed memories of throwing controllers <laughs> that, that I just can't, I can't remember in my head because the learning curve just all of a sudden spikes and, and becomes pretty difficult. You, you've really got to want to stick with it, uh, but narratively and, again, what it did at the time, and we still had, like, Ogre Battle and, you know, all those types of games back then, so it wasn't standalone in the field, but it was, I would say, head and shoulders above most of the field at that time, Tark. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. It was when I begged my mother for me to get, um, and the learning curve, yeah. It, let's just say... The system lets you target someone with a bow, but then you don't take into account there's a person between you, so you accidentally shoot that person, and you didn't really want to shoot that person. It's that kind of difficulty spike, the, the little intricacies that you have to take into account with every single move. Uh, the height mechanics uh, in there also play a big part. Um, oh, I should be able to hit a cure with him on, on this one as well. Oh, you know, the, he's out of height range. That's That's unfortunate. So it's a great game, though. I can't be the only one that, being a younger man uh, at the time, popped that into the PlayStation, booted it up, and was like, this isn't a Final Fantasy. Like, what? what is this? Mm -hmm. Like, it was so different from anything that had the Final Fantasy label at the time, Kronos. Yeah, it was super different. Um, I love those style games. Like, oh, yeah. Tactical RPGs are, like, maybe my favorite genre. I mean, they're, they're, it's, like, up there. Um, so like tactics for me is like one of the best again another one of the best games probably ever made for me like I was playing like Vandal Hearts and stuff back then anything that had grid based tactical like fighting I was gonna play so it wasn't like that different for me because I was already kind of playing those other games that came out before tactics but playing tactics made you realize how much worse everybody else was doing it <laughs> than Square did <laughs> yeah, it yeah and I had uh, I like I wasn't surprised by a tactics game like I had mm -hmm. played the Shining Force series forever mm -hmm. oh Shining Force yeah. you know 
Oh yeah. Yeah. The number one for the Genesis in its box back there. But uh, I love the Shining Force series, so I wasn't disappointed. But yeah, I didn't yeah. even think I was like, oh, Final Fantasy uh, Tactics, great new Final Fantasy game. Let's let's yeah. take this home and play it. Wait, wait, what the hell is going on? This looks like Shining Force. <laughs> what? A, okay, yeah. I guess I'm playing a tactics game. So uh, <sighs> so much fun. Has your how far is your son in the game? Has he got the Y graph yet? Uh, I don't know where he's at right now. We were just talking about it last night when he was taking the poll for this. Um. And he said, "Yeah, this was this was one of his favorites, uh, but he he hasn't beaten it. That's all I know. I don't know exactly how far he is again. I'd be because everybody. That's the part I feel like that frustrates the most people is when they get to Y graph and certain things happen. And if you do something the wrong way, you can actually screw yourself. So I'm, I'd be interested to see when he gets there. I usually don't tell people just because I want to see how they react to it. Um, it's so fun. Kind of interesting. It's fun." Uh, let's see here. Next up, uh, Final Fantasy or favorite Final Fantasy uh protagonist protagonist. Oof. Lots of names on this list. Lots of yeah. names on this list. Now I did get a little cheeky with a name or two. Uh, I did obviously put every main protagonist in the the numbered series this was also one that did allow other to be uh put on here as well and then i you know i got a little cheeky in some spots like i put in balthier and vaughn he put in in, vaughn. in final fantasy uh 12 so let's go with all of us first on this one chronos we'll start with you this time so I, I again I haven't seen the list that you put out, so I'm assuming I, this would have been a write-in for me, honestly. So uh, mine's weird. A lot of people probably wouldn't guess this, but Salus is probably my favorite protagonist in the entire series. Um, I just I don't know. I really like like her story and like the progress she goes through and how she kind of starts off as like kind of a bad guy, and then she kind of gets flipped over and she goes through like a lot of the stuff with like, Sid. She basically commits like tries to commit suicide. Um, so I don't know. Like her story has always been like super intriguing to me. So for me, it's Celis. Yeah, so you probably... There, there's another question on here that actually asks you to just write in your favorite overall character to kind of compensate for so many, like, semi-protagonists in the games here. Uh, so Celis, you would have had to written in or put in that question because I just... I used Terra for, for Final Fantasy mm -hmm. VI. I, she kicks it all off. Yeah. Um, Tark, what do you got? Uh, I gotta go with Belthier. He's so suave and cool. I just... He's the man, and with Fran as a sidekick, I, I just can't get enough of him. Um, honorable mention to Zidane, though, for being the only non-human on this list. Well, I mean, just like, he's barely not human. Like, oh, they gave him a tail. Oh, <laughs> they gave him a tail. Uh, technically, Riddy is only half human. Uh, 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 not Riddy, not Riddy, um, Tara. Tara, sorry. yeah, oh. she's half Esper, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Funnily, uh, ironically enough here, I went with Final Fantasy VI for the favorite game. I'm going to go with Final Fantasy IV, Tark, for uh? favorite protagonist, and go Cecil. Uh, at the, you know, looking back on it now, it's an over overused trope of the redemption arc, and like, mm -hmm. but at the time, it was not. Of course, it was like in yeah. movies and video or movies and TV and stuff like that. But in video games, you didn't see a whole yeah. lot of that happening yet. Um, and okay. so, 
starting I'll never forget renting that game for 2.99 for the first time and popping that in to 15 minutes later basically finding out that I was the bad guy that yes. I had just burnt this into so like, good. just smacked these people around and stole their crystal because this king told me to and then followed that up with taking a walk through the mountains and burning the first town I came across to the ground uh, by giving the the ring and uh, meeting Rydia and everything. And then the redemption arc becoming a paladin and everything. And I have fond memories because my dad, like, didn't... My dad played video games. Like, he was a, a rock god at Zelda and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. He did not like these random-based or random battle games. Uh but he liked watching them because he liked watching the story unfold. He just didn't want to play them. So he would always watch playing these. And it started with Final Fantasy IV and then went into other RPGs that I was playing where he just got the biggest kick and would always make fun of me as a child for, you just walk into these people's houses and steal from them. Because like if, <laughs> if, they, if they had a chest or you know a, a, a you know jar or whatever, and you search it, and he's like, they, they were saving eighteen coins in there, and you just shanked them, like you just stole them. Or he'd walk in and see me playing one and asked if I had burned down a village lately, because that seemed to happen in most RPGs after Final Fantasy IV. So I got to give it to Cecil. I got to give it to uh, to Cecil in FF4. Now, chat agreed with one of us. Kronos, who do you think it was? And when I say, I'm sorry, when I say chat, I should say viewers, because... Yeah, it's definitely not me. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd probably say Balthier. I feel like, but, but Cecil's you, also pretty popular, too. I'd be surprised if, like, Cloud or something didn't win, though. But... You, you, got, you guessed it. Balthier. Yeah. Nice. Balthier took 22.9% of the vote. Squall came in second, gentlemen. Oh, that's surprising. Seventeen point one. People like, people like Squall, though. Yeah, I don't know why. And then Cloud and Cecil bringing up third at a dead tie at eleven point four percent. Balthier, I, I'm surprised that Balthier. Like I put it in there just thinking I was going to be cheeky because you know I am the protagonist. You know I'm the the hero of the story. Uh, ends up winning. <laughs> and but I'm really really surprised that Squall beat out both Cloud and Cecil, and not yeah, not just uh, edged them out. Tark took them over by about six and a half percent. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that one. Um, he's such a sourpuss. Why? <laughs> I he he made that game kind of unbearable to want to play because you're like I I don't even like the guy I'm controlling. Like why do I want to proceed with this? Not to mention the draw system, but. Um, yeah, I had difficulties with A just because A is Squall. It just doesn't resonate with me. Damina already prepping chat for the next question. Already prepping chat, threatening to burn down the Twitch channel if her answer doesn't win the next question. Favorite Final Fantasy antagonist, again, non-MMO. And I did kind of the same thing here. I let you just, I let you write in if you need to, uh, but listed like the main antagonist. And in some games, put one or two. Uh, if there was like, like I think for nine, I put both Kuja and Necron. And I know Necron's kind of a throwaway fight there, but it is kind of like the end, uh, end game thing. So 
Uh, we're going to go with chat first on this one. <laughs> do we do we even need to like speculate? Like, do we need to, or are we sure who chat or who viewers? I, I actually, picked? I don't know. It could be one of two things. I think if I had to, like it's that not. Yeah, okay. it is who you think it is. It is absolutely one hundred percent who you think it is. Twenty nine point four percent of the vote for our viewers' favorite Final Fantasy antagonist goes to the one winged angel himself, Sephiroth, coming in first place. Twenty nine point four. Now, I should say that this was closer than I thought it was going to be if Sephiroth had to come in first. Kefka did put on a strong showing at 20.6%. At 20.6%. The only other two that really made a dent in the stats, everything else was so widespread across the board. Uh, we also do have a, a Titus the whiny bastard uh, vote in here. <laughs> for antagonist? Yeah, for antagonist. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Arden and Kuja tying at 11.8%. So Final Fantasy 15 getting a little bit of love. A little bit of love there. But Sephiroth walking away with it. Kefka right behind. Tarkoth, who's yours? Got to show my Final Fantasy 4 bias here. It's got to be Golbez. Um, and the reason for that is just... The dynamic between Golbez and Cecil, it it reminded me of Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back. Okay, you got Golbez and like Fusoya never told you what happened to your brother, and Cecil, he told me enough. He told me you killed him, and Golbez is like, no, I am your brother. Dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. So Golbez, Final Fantasy IV, and just the first time you see him. You know, in battle, he's just this big, imposing figure. He scratches off, you know, Comet, Meteor. Just he's he's amazing. He's good. Um, so I'm a huge Golbez fan, obviously, and I love the music when we saw it in the uh, oh, yeah. in the Fan Fest reveal. But I go with Egg's Death. If I'm gonna go mm. with the Void, and I'm gonna go with pulling from dimensions and. I love Golbez. Love him to death. Love the fiends. Love the four fiends. Love them. Mm -hmm. Love them. Go watch Final Fantasy Union's video on the four fiends, by the way. Fantastic video series. They're a great channel to begin with if you don't watch them. Um, But yeah, I got to give it to Egg's Death, man. Grand Cross, that's some serious shit right there. And if you're a Final Fantasy TCG player... Grand Cross is some really serious shit if you can get it <laughs> off. If you can get that bad boy to fire. What do you got, Chronos? Uh, so, uh, just want to let Tarkov know that every Final Fantasy is essentially Star Wars, in case you didn't know. Yeah. It's, it's basically all of them. Uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of funny. We could like draw stuff. But four, 4 definitely gives off like some serious vibes. Oh, 12. Sure. 12 is 100% yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it's 100% Star Wars. You got the princess yeah. um, and the, the, you got yeah. You got uh, Fran basically being Chewbacca and Balthier Han Solo. Uh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, Fran's Chewbacca. That's funny. But I mean, it's true. But it's kind of yeah, funny. it's absolutely true. Uh, they're pirates too. They're they're smuggling <laughs> pirates. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's it's you got the Empire. You have everything. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, for me, it's actually Kefka. Um, I know I'm like a huge Final Fantasy VII fan, but something about Kefka. It's just like he wins. Yeah, I don't know. I love like, Kefka too. About, this was hard. This was a tough choice for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, Kefka was was my answer just because I don't know. I just I find like I like Sephiroth too, but I just feel like Kefka is just a more interesting villain to me um, from top to bottom. Next up was Final <laughs> Fantasy musical piece. Now, um, the re- there's there's going to be one more question later that I'll be able to give you percentages on, but the rest of these were uh, open response questions. So we just kind of have to eyeball and see which ones showed up the most here. Uh, I'm sure you could probably guess the two or three that showed up here the most, but one or two of these may surprise you. Uh, if you look at the list that viewers submitted, we've got two Xanarkand showing up multiple times. Uh, strong. Tremendous strong uh, song. I love playing the the piano version of that. Uh, we've got Tara's theme on here over and over again. Another strong contender. We've got Answers from Final Fantasy fourteen on here multiple times. There are a couple nods to the Final Fantasy VI opera house scene. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow, 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 We do have Battle on the Big Bridge and all amazing versions or various versions of it. Caius's theme. There's one that I thought would be here a lot more, but it's only on here twice, actually. And that is one winged angel. Uh, I would have thought that that song would have been would have been on here a little more. Uh, Caius's theme showing up a lot more than I thought it would too. So some tremendous here's FF one Matoya's cave. What the hell are you that's doing? A, it's a good, a good song. It's a good, that's a good song. It's a good that's, song. That's, that's, yeah, that's I don't know if it's bad. the best Final <laughs> no, Fantasy music no, piece, but yeah. it's a good song. If, if you ask me to pick the best song. If you asked me to pick the best song of Final Fantasy 1, that's probably what I would pick, though. But, yeah, it's like, you know. Uh, oh, here's one. Turn from the Heavens. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Good song. Good song. Sunrise. Uh, that's, yeah, the uh, Suzaku fight in Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. that music. Tremendous song. So, chat kind of walking away with it. Multiples of two Xanarkand, Terra's theme, and Answers, the, the most popular there. What do you got for this one, Kronos? So th- this is one of those ones where, like, I don't think there's a wrong answer. There's, like, so many that you could pick that are just really good. Um, for me, like, my my personal favorite's always been uh, Birth of a God, which is from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. A lot of people pick One Winged Angel, but I actually like the boss fight previous to that track more. Um, that's just one that I listen on loop a lot. But there's, like, so many answers to this question that, like, I don't know. I have playlists of just Final Fantasy tracks, right, that I listen to. And I oh, guarantee, yeah. like, all these tracks that you just named are on there. I guarantee you whatever you and Tark probably say is probably on there, too. Like, there, there's, like, this is the one that has, like, so many answers to it that are all so good. So. Yeah, I mean, all the Distant World CDs are in my damn car. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Expensive-ass Blu-rays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You and your Blue all the Ram different Indians. box sets, the import soundtracks, because in the United States at the time, now you can get them. But when I bought them, the only ones that were in the United States for like the Final Fantasy soundtracks were illegal bootlegs. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm a collector. I'm a collector. Please, please. Let's import this and pay twice the, the value of it. 
Uh, I'm going to go... I love To Zan Arkand. Uh, I absolutely love that song. I love Answers. That is the bar that Final Fantasy XIV music is held to for me. Um, I love Terra's theme too, man. I get chills watching that stupid 16-bit opening march across the sand in the Magitek armor sequence. I think I would have to land on to Zanarkand if I, I like if I have to pick one and that's all I get to listen to. It's probably to Zanarkand. What do you got, Tark? It's, this just shows the strength, the key strength of this series is its music. It's, it's so varied. It's so epic, top to bottom. Matoya's K for crying out loud in Final Fantasy One, but I couldn't narrow it down to just one. Um, I got I got two. The first one is Red Wings from Final Fantasy IV. Good song. The way that opens up that game, um, you get the feel of a little bit of oppression. You you know you're you're doing something bad. It really sets the tone for the for the whole game. Um, and then you know, blowing up a village. Um, one B is going to be Blinded by Light. From Final Fantasy 13, the battle uh, theme. I just listened to that for 30 minutes on loop. I, I can't get enough of that song. It's so good. Yeah, it's a good song. Damina talking in chat about when we went to the distance world, distant worlds concert. Uh, uh, that that was fantastic. That was absolutely incredible. If you if you ever get a chance to see distant worlds live, mm-hmm. obviously like the primals and the black mages and like go see any of it. But if you ever get a chance to see distant worlds, like even if you got to drive an hour or two to get there, uh, since they usually are pretty select uh, when they tour, go. You will not be disappointed. When they played One Winged Angel, it was fantastic. They had like the full symphony orchestra there, right? And uh, on the stage. And behind them, like these risers started rising up in that song with a choir standing on them for the the choir voiceover i mean it was fantastic it was just they staged it well too it was great music good time yeah i've been lucky enough to see distant worlds and black mages i don't even know if nobu is going to tour ever again but i've been lucky enough to see him live uh speaking of red wigs over baron tark actually i don't know if Mm y'all ever heard of a band called power glove but i've seen them live like multiple times they do metal versions of songs Ooh. Go listen to their Red Wings over Baron. I promise you. It's mm. it's super legit. Just a plug. Next so. <laughs> up, the favorite system to play Final Fantasy on. Now, this one's kind of tough because it might not be Final Fantasy that creates. Like, I, I, the, I, I put the disclaimer on here, all-time nostalgia, right? Because you might not... You might not be like, oh, I, I would love to play Final Fantasy and it just feels right when I play it on this system. You might just have like, I think what it is for me is my answer is Super Nintendo, but I would not want to play a Final Fantasy on a Super Nintendo today, like a new Final Fantasy or anything like that. Uh, even if it was turn-based and, and stuff like that. I I I would if I had to, because I have it. I mean, we'll hook it up and do it, no problem. And I I would enjoy it. But I'd rather play it on PC or PlayStation 5 or whatever like that. But I have such a nostalgia. Like, I kind of viewed this question as more of a, what system do you associate Final Fantasy with? Like, when I say Final Fantasy in your head, what video game system appears? 
Uh, and for me, it has to be the, the Super Nintendo. Yes, the PlayStation 1 is right behind it. Right yep. behind it. By probably like a sliver. But we've we've talked about us renting the games and everything, Tark, and I, you know, Super Nintendo. That is the one that uh, that I would, my favorite system to play them on. What about you? Right there with you, boss. Super Nintendo. It's got my top two favorite Final Fantasies. I, you can't go wrong with it. It's right behind it, though. The PS One. You got uh, you got a quantity issue. You got seven, eight, and nine on there. Eight, a little bit step back for me, but seven and nine are in t- my top five. So, uh, it's 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 hard to decide, but it's got to be SNES for me. I will say though, Kronos, that this is a question that, if you phrase it just a little bit differently, has actually changed for me over time. Like if you had asked me which of the big three do you associate Final Fantasy with. I would have said oh. Sony now. Uh, granted, I grew up when it was Nintendo. Like Nintendo and Square were in bed together, and that was it. You know, they were monogamous and did their thing. Uh, and now, yeah, even though these games often do come out on other platforms um, after an exclusivity period or, or something like that, I mean, I played Final Fantasy XI for years on an Xbox 360, like four years after playing it for years on a PlayStation 2. But I associate it, Square uh, Enix and Final Fantasy games in particular, with Sony, even though my console of choice would be the SNES. What about you, Adam? Yeah, so if, if it's just like what we identify with, for me, it's like PlayStation 1 by a lot. Um, it's just, you know, I remember like growing up, I watched my cousin play on Super Nintendo, and I did play those games on Super Nintendo also. Uh, but PlayStation 1 was really like the first time where I had it in my hand. And I remember like buying 7 when it came out and getting 8 when it came out and skipping school when nine came out and like playing tactics, you know? Um, so yeah, for, for me, like I, I would probably more identify with PlayStation one, but I think that's more of just a generational, like an age gap probably kind of thing. Like there's no reason why, like, sure. cause, yeah. cause Super Nintendo is, um, you know, I mean, four and six are on there. And, and if you go back to like regular Nintendo, you have one and then the ones that we didn't get over here at first. But uh, yeah, I mean, PlayStation One is where I spent most of my time playing Final Fantasy back in the day. So, PlayStation One we're... walking away with it uh, from our viewers. Super Nintendo doing well there, but it's just original PlayStation, PlayStation, PS One, PSX, PlayStation, PlayStation One. Surprisingly, there are some uh, maybe newer Final Fantasy fans in our viewers, uh, and we welcome you. Thank you, and hope you'll tell your friends. There are uh, more than a few PlayStation 4s on here, uh, indicating either younger viewers, in which case welcome, or just people new to the franchise that maybe just happen to pick up 15, right? Uh, mm-hmm. or, play, 14. or play 14 as well. Um, not on PC. Go ahead and play it on their, their PlayStation 4. So definitely some representation there. Uh, one unique one here. I don't know who said this one, but you were the only... The, there are two actually unique answers here. So two unique individuals. If you gave this answer, you are the only ones that gave this answer. One person said GameCube. So must be an Crystal original Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles fan yeah. there. Uh, yeah. And then somebody else said, can't beat FF3 on the DS. Man. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, so you two are absolutely unique. Uh, next up, favorite Final Fantasy summon. Summon. 
Uh, this was another open-ended question. You could just name a summon and just, hey, across all games. Some people went a little further and like a specific version of that summon, uh, like Titan from Final Fantasy 15 is on here a couple of times instead of just Titan. Uh, so specifically calling out the 15 one. <laughs> I am kind of surprised by this. Uh, Bahamut winning by far. Oh, that's what I would have guessed. I by far guessed that. from the viewers. Uh, I th we'll talk about what I thought in a second uh, on who I might, who I thought might be able to take is she this. is shiva second i would shiva, have probably said bahamut okay one. there you go yeah because shiva is second i would have thought that shiva would have taken it over bahamut if we're looking at the entire franchise somebody that's just looking at 14 yeah i could probably say you know they'll probably pick bahamut but bahamut bahamut zero bahamut and war of the visions bahamut 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 zero diabolos bahamut bahamut <laughs> shiva bahamut like it's just bahamut over and over and over mm -hmm. again uh, well, I guess one of those, I'm not surprised that it won, but damn, did it win by more than I thought it was going to win by. Tark, what is yours? Well, I think that Bahamut might be a credit to how many variations there are throughout the entire series. I mean, even in seven, what is there, like three versions of Bahamut? It's three, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so you have a wide swath of Bahamas to choose from. Uh, he's just overrepresented, in, uh, I guess is the way I would put it. But my choice is Bahamut because he is just everywhere in the series. Um, from Final Fantasy 1, you're needing a rat tail to show your worth. How ridiculous <laughs> is that? To the awesomeness that is Final Fantasy 14 and his place in the lore, uh, the lore with A Realm Reborn. So, um, honorable mention though, wish he had more representation, Anima. Uh, the pain that you can see when he does his abilities is awesome. I got to go with Shiva. I, I got to take the second place on this one for me. It's close for me between Shiva and Ramu. Uh, there's just something about a guy that just gets crotchety with an old beard and starts throwing around lightning. You know, I just imagine an old ass Zeus. I, I'm kind of in favor of that. So very close second. But uh, yeah, Shiva. I mean, come on, right? I mean, smart, powerful, sexy, cold. Motorcycle? Yeah, I mean, just Shiva. <laughs> just too awesome. What do you got, Kronos? So your your spirit animal animal is an old bearded white man. That's what, <laughs> well, I guess first it's a, it's a scantily clad frozen woman, and then an old man with a beard throwing lightning around. Yeah, yeah. Put those two together. What do you have? It's yeah, something I don't want to date. That looks like all kinds of weird. That sounds like Mike's OnlyFans or something. That's, that's hey, seventeen ninety nine a month. Don't you be giving that stuff away for free. Uh, but yeah, no, summons are like a big draw in for the game for me. And the fact that like oh, they yeah. kind of continue through the game um, is just something that I really enjoy. Uh, Odin is my favorite. Something about just a guy on a horse with a big sword. I thought uh, Odin would have done better with viewers. There's a few I, on I was here. Surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm there's surprised a few that like it didn't appear. Like, yeah, I don't even think I heard you name it one time. So it must have been like further down there. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought he was more popular than that. But no, I, I really like Odin. So. Uh, next up, oh, this was like kind of the, all right, we did protagonist and antagonist and we kept those lists limited for, for that section, but now name your favorite Final Fantasy overall character. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I th think this is, this is one I probably go back and forth on the most. Like, who's your favorite of all time? Uh, 
if I got to lock one down now, it's going to be lock from Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I just, I love the, the cheesy dialogue at times. I love the, you know, wants to be a good guy, but has a bit of a sad backstory too. Uh, and, you know, there's the reasons that he's doing the things he's doing, trying to save somebody that he loves, realizing that might not be possible, so wanting to transfer that, I, I can't save her, so I'll save you. Uh, and some of the, the dialogue that, it's just awful uh, in some cases. Uh, and he's a pain in the ass, um, he's a pain in the ass forward to deal with uh, from Opus 4 in <laughs> FFTCG, still to this day. Uh, there's a better version of him now, but the new one's way worse. The, yeah, new, one's the so new one's way worse to deal with. But yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my favorite overall character to lock with way too many slivers right behind him to go into who's in second place there. Who do you have, Tark? Oh, I'm gonna have to give it to Cecil. Cecil's my overall favorite character. His character arc from beginning to end, um, tormented by his decisions. Am I doing the right thing? Do I need to? follow orders and show the loyalty to my king um and his progression from and redemption just he nails it for me and it being from my first final fantasy of course there's bias so what you got Cronus? yeah so it's funny like my friends always dog on me because in every final fantasy you can kind of point out what my favorite character is going to be i always like like the brooding dude like the uh the guy with like the the trench coat or the cape um, so my favorite game is Final Fantasy VII. So I, I don't know why. I just always thought Vincent was really cool. Um, not, not really any particular story reason because his story is kind of weird, to be honest. But uh, I just thought as a character, just like the way he looks, I always thought he was pretty badass. So Vincent's mine. Sorry, I was just catching chat up. What's up, Sleepy? How are you? Uh, good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, so lots of people coming in mid-show not knowing what we're doing. We did put up a poll via our Twitter. Make sure you're following it yesterday where we collected a bunch of these answers from our viewers so that we could share them. We threw it in live chat. Chat is interacting. All, if you didn't have a chance to do the poll at the beginning of the show or as we were going, uh, kind of too late to do it now. We only have a few questions left. But as we go, if you have thoughts on these questions, by all means, throw them in chat. One of the three of us will see it uh, if we think it's you know something we... We can throw in there. Uh, so, yes, make sure you are following us, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, and everything to be a part of this type of stuff in the future. Um, chat on the favorite character. Can you uh, guess who won? I will tell you that we did not say it. So just think, like, broadly. Favorite Final Fantasy character overall. The Sephiroth? It is not. It is not. It is not Terra either. Sleepy wow. Rain Dog from chat saying Tara uh, is a female and is a summoner. Yuna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Viewers viewers picked Yuna by quite a margin here on this interesting. one. Yeah. yeah that is interesting. Lots of Balthiers for this one again. So maybe some people duplicating their vote from favorite protagonist. And that's why we left this one free form so that people can use it. Another one that shows up uh, more than just like once or twice uh, Gilgamesh. Noel, okay. uh, Noel from 13, uh, Tifa, and right behind by one vote behind Yuna, Vivi. Oh, yeah, Vivi's oh, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I, get, I mean, I, I thought Vivi was going to walk away with that one, actually. I yeah, thought Vivi, Vivi was going to walk away with it. 
super sad character. Yeah, but I like that. Oh, what a what a heart wrenching storyline there. Uh, next question will go to what the viewers chose first. This was which Final Fantasy title had the best overall battle system. Um, this one's not even close. <laughs> Final Fantasy Ten. It's up there. Yeah. 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 Final Fantasy X was the viewer. Final Fantasy VII Remake and Final Fantasy X-2 coming in right behind it. Like, they missed by two votes. So you got ten, and then it tied for second. Only two votes behind are Final Fantasy VII Remake and Final Fantasy X-2. Uh, you don't really start seeing, like, Final Fantasy IV and VI, you know, the beginnings of the active time battle system and stuff like that, till yeah. you get down to, like, fourth and fifth place. Uh, so oh, kind of a this one kind of skewed to more current battle systems than old turn-based systems. I'm an old man. I want my active time battles. Uh, we've talked on this show, I think, enough about this. It's not going to be any surprise to you that uh, if you've watched this show and you uh, watch it every week, it's not going to be any surprise to you that I'm going to take two and or, I'm sorry, four and six in a dead tie for me. Six improves on the battle system of four. So, yes, I will give you that if I have to take one, it's going to be six just for the improvements. But as far as defining for me personally what a turn-based RPG is, it was four and six. What do you got, Tark? Um, I'm going to have to go with the viewers. Uh, I loved Ten's battle system. Uh, the ability to hot swap between characters... Um, the effects that you can see you know, on the turn menu uh, for delays, slow, uh, slows, hastes. It, it was an incredible system and followed up by Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, the, what I feel is the conclusion of the active time battle system. Kronos, have we named yours? I'm going to go with Final Fantasy Tactics. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> Um, it's to me it's like so I really like the job system right I mean it's what 14 the strike zone with those curveballs man just just (laughs) painting it Uh, I don't know it's like it's difficult but like super rewarding there's like so many ways you can play the game right like the more the more you understand the game the more fun the game gets like you can like go in you're like I'm only gonna play monks this time or like now I wanna do like an army of black mages or like Every playthrough is like so vastly different. And I mean, you could do that in other Final Fantasies too. You can bring in like another party member, right? But to me, it doesn't affect it the same way. Um, I really like Final Fantasy VII's material system. That would probably be like my number two. Um, I just I liked how you can like kind of take stuff on and off and and level it up separately from the characters. I'm more of a fan of the OG than like the newer stuff, but the newer stuff's good too. But I don't know something about just a good tactical RPG with like a job system. I it's hard for me to beat that. Like I, I even like the advanced games just for the battle system alone, even though the story is not great. But wow. tactics is like, yeah, I what love, a curveball. And I think you you could also kind of split this up into battle system and progression systems, but uh, that's well, yeah. I mean, this was this was focused on battle systems, but yeah, I think yeah. progression systems you could easily have made that uh, uh, a question as well. Um, maybe on round two. This won't yeah. be the last time we do stuff like this. Remember, we're not only stuff like this, but I've got ways now to actually have chat compete with the hosts. 
on competition type stuff. So we'll be doing all that uh, on on multiple shows, not just this one. But you definitely want to join us live as met, as often as you can. Uh, favorite Square Enix property that needs to make a return. Now, whether that would be a remaster or just a re or a full blown uh, reimagining, a remake, or anything, we're not talking about that. It's just which you don't have to get specific on what kind of comeback it makes just what series needs to make a comeback we'll get the chat's answer in just a second uh, i'm gonna go first torchwick and i were talking about this last night and let me first say there isn't a single one that i wouldn't want to have back if you gave me something in the chrono uh series i'm buying it you know, if I hell, I'm buying all these different manas and saga frontiers and stuff that they're doing now on the Switch and all this stuff. I, fine, that's me. Um, I'm gonna buy them. You do Vagrant Story, I'm all over it. Oh God, yes. Like you do Vagrant Story, I'm all over it. Like I will buy any of these. That's fine. Uh, but the one I want to see, and Torchwick does too, uh, Parasite Eve. I think it is absolutely, and I know that departs from like RPG, what we're talking about a little bit here, but if there was ever a series that is ripe and needs to be taken advantage of right now, if, if I was square, the minute Silent Hills gets canceled, I am starting development on a Parasite Eve game. Like the minute I see that Konami announcement go public, I am making a Parasite Eve, whether it's a new one or an HD remaster of one of the the uh, previous, the original titles. I don't care. We need a team. Let's go. Get them in here. Uh, I'm amazed that it hasn't happened yet. Parasite Eve was so good. To this mm. day, I can see in my head, just closing my eyes, the opening opera burning scene uh, in, in mm. Parasite yeah. Eve. Just tremendous. Tremendous. But I'll buy them all. But I'll buy them all. What do you got, Kronos? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Legacy of Cain. I thought that's what you were gonna say. Oh, uh, the re the only reason I did not say Legacy of Cain is because I think we're gonna see something on that seer on that front soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Parasite is a good one too, though. For me, uh, I went a little bit out there. Uh, for me, it's Star Ocean. Um, they tried to make a couple of them, like I think in like the mid two thousand tens, and they weren't very great, to be honest. I I. Star Ocean 1 through 3 are like some of my best memories from like PS1, PS2. And so I would hope they could like kind of get back to that. So like I love those series and I'd like to see it come back at some point. Yeah, I mean I I did not play What is it? Anna Anna Manesia. Oh, the mobile title? Yeah, I didn't play that, but I yeah. did play um Integrity and Faithlessness. I did play that game. Um it was not great. It was not great. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Star Ocean. I got that at midnight release. It did not... Sorry. This <laughs> breaking news. Uh, I'm just having things shoved at me by viewers off screen. <laughs> I, I guess they just needed to appear and, and oh. say hi. I have one in my background, too. Same, same plushie. Still, yeah. got his, still got his little tag there. Uh yeah, Star Ocean. I can I can go with you. I can get behind that. Tark, what do you got? Uh, so I have a top five. I'll I'll go. Oh my down. god! <laughs> it's so hard. There's so many good properties that need 
need love. Okay, uh, like but you, the question is, what is your favorite Square Enix property that needs to make a return? Not put together your own fucking top ten lists care. and bring them to my show. I don't care. I'm <laughs> cheating. Parasite Eve's on there, of course. Um, Legacy of Kane's on there. Uh, Front Mission would be amazing to see. Uh, anything in the Chrono series, remakes or, or, or new one. But my top number one, what I would love to see is Valkyrie. Wait, 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 wait. So you have a top number one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Valkyrie <laughs> profile. Let it come back. Give me a new title. <sighs> Leneth, Samaria. Amazing titles. I have a, I have an answer to this question. <laughs> but I'd like to give you the 14 bringing... things that are yes. not the answer to this question. In, first. in spirit of Final Fantasy 14, let me go down the list here, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, God. But off top, Valkyrie profile. <sighs> no, Odin Sphere was Atlas. Sleepy yeah, Rain Dog asking if Odin Sphere was Square Enix. No, that was Atlas. Uh, great series. Great series. Uh, from the viewers, I, I don't think there's any surprises here. Chrono series walked away with this one, and I can't disagree. Um, yes, I would love to see it. This was one... Uh, any mainline FFs besides Seven and Drakengard. Like, they threw in Drakengard uh, as there. But Chrono That's series running away with it. Running away with it. Uh, some people saying that they would have been okay with this question and not really had an answer if they hadn't totally screwed up couch co-op for Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Here's Super Mario RPG. That's not going to happen. But That's far-fetched, yeah. I that's, mean, that's that nope. game is still being, that series is still being developed, but it would be nice to see Square do it again. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Bouncer made the list. I this was this was one that I was gonna answer because I loved this game and I didn't think anybody somebody put it only one of you put it here, only one of you put it here, but Brave Fencer Musashi. Ooh, I would yeah, love right. another Brave Fencer Musashi. That was such a great dumb game. That came with a demo to Tactics, right? Yeah, and Sa Samurai Fencer was even better. Yeah. I mean, but any of these, like somebody put the bouncer on here, uh, a new tactics sequel, uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Uh, so basically what we're saying is we will make anything that they may, or we will, we will buy anything that they make. Uh, yeah. But man, there are some that just, that some really need some love. And Parasite Eve, I think, is, is one of them. Favorite Final Fantasy mobile title of all time? I put a disclaimer on this question. It does not have to be active, but it must already be released. So no voting for like the upcoming Final Fantasy related stuff or Final Fantasy VII related stuff. Um, easy winner, according to our viewers, with 30.3% of the vote was Dissidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia with Brave Exvius right behind it. That's by six percent. Record keeper at eighteen. Uh, dimensions at nine percent, and then everything else at like three percent or lower. So op opera omnia running away with it. Uh, Tark, what's yours? Got to be opera omnia. Uh, the fact that it doesn't have any energy, you just can keep playing it and playing it and playing it and grind it out. Uh, you don't. You, it's it's a gotcha game, but you're not getting the characters you're doing weapons so you can get all the characters interact with all of them progress through the story um it's just the weapons that you're going to be acquiring so opera Obnia, number one dimensions rip 
Tar, uh, Chrono, uh, Chronos, what's yours? Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge mobile fan. Neither so the only one I, the only one I really played was Record Keeper. So I put Record Keeper for mine. Easy enough. Two questions left. <laughs> Somebody got cute with their answer here. <laughs> Whoever this is, please make sure you watch this on YouTube or on the site and comment because you're a dick and I love you. Uh, <laughs> best Final Fantasy based movie or series. Um. I'm going to go I love the Advent Children movie. I really do. I really do. But I'm going to go with Kingsglaive. Mm. Um only because it edges out Advent Children because I never got a chance to see Advent Children in the theater or in a theater setting. Like I can watch it on my my 106 projection screen down here, but I'm talking about like movie theater. And I did get to see Kingsglaive. Luckily, it was in my city for that like two or three day run. Uh, the whole family went. And yeah, it might not be the best movie in the world, but it might be one of the better Final Fantasy ones. And seeing it on the screen, it was beautiful. So I'm going to go with Kingsglaive. What do you got, Kronos? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, because, it, because it says best, kind of makes me think about like what is just arbitrarily better. And while like I like the action scenes in Advent Children, the cohesiveness of that story is a different story. Yeah. Um, Kingslave actually makes sense. Um, they got a lot of people in there. The voice acting is really good. Um, so yeah, for me, it's just Kingslave. It kind of doesn't make sense though when Sean Bean as as the king <laughs> dies in Kingslave and then Sean, and then the king is alive at the beginning of fifteen and not it voiced by Sean totally, Bean. So it totally makes sense, dude. It's Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> right there yeah. you go. Uh, Tarkoth, your favorite or best Final Fantasy-based movie or series? Oh, my God, the classic, The Spirits Within. No, I'm just joking. All right, we are taking applications for a new host. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, Klingsglaive. Faye uh, sitting here getting screen. ready for her stream. Faye, <laughs> time to start researching Final Fantasy. Because I'm going to need a, need a host. She gives me the, uh, she gives me the salute. <laughs> go ahead, Tark. <laughs> Uh, Kingsglaive, make it three for three, man. That, that it made me hyped to play the game. Uh, unfortunately, the, the game itself didn't live up to that hype. Um, but Kingsglaive was pretty great. I think it's funny looking at chat's answers. Uh, Advent Children ran away with chat's answers, and not surprising. Yeah, it was not surprising. I, I could have flipped a coin right now when I told you Kingsglaive and Advent Children. Uh, they're both tremendous to me. Um, I gotta, did, did Final Fantasy Unlimited? Did anybody say Final Fantasy Unlimited? One. I'm just curious. One okay. person right. said Final it Fantasy list. Unlimited. It right. did make the right. list. Right. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Have y'all ever seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, nope. yeah. Okay. I own it on DVD. It's down there. Oh. Advent um, Children ran away with this. Uh, King's Glaive was in second, but they were not in danger of winning at all. Uh, yeah. One of you, was it just one of you? One of you did put the spirits within. You sound like you're gonna throw up. <laughs> I just hiccuped. I, honestly, the two are not related. The two are not related. Sure. Uh, you almost kicked me. I'll off tell the you what. The first time I saw, and I have spirits within. Like it's, in, I collect Blu-rays too. That's a whole nother story. Too. But uh, there's, there's literally a thousand, twelve hundred Blu-rays upstairs. Um, the first time I saw Spirits Within, I didn't think it was that terrible. Uh, it's an awful Final Fantasy movie. 
but it's an all right sci-fi movie. Like there's certainly worse out there. Uh, mm. This is the answer that if you watch this on YouTube and you put this answer, please uh, give me an, an internet hug in the YouTube comments or on the site because all they commented was with LOL. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That was their, they just said, lol, right. Best Final Fantasy movie or series. Okay. Great answer. Last one. Uh, Favorite Final Fantasy collectible or piece of memorabilia. Uh, And I wasn't ultra specific with this one because I'm sure we all have like, maybe there's two for each of us here. Like our favorite thing that we know is out there, but that we don't own and our favorite collectible in our collection. So I kind of left this open-ended. So gentlemen, when we get to ours, if you have one or two that you want to share, something you've always wanted to buy but aren't going to because it's a fortune or whatever, you we can, we can do that. But from the viewers, got some really interesting ones. The Final Fantasy IX Japanese soundtrack signed by Nobuo Uematsu. Uh, all the Final Fantasy fourteen art books appear on here multiple times. The Encyclopedia Eorzea appears on here multiple times. There were some that just kind of wrote lore books, you know, and stuff like that, so referencing all of them from any games. Distant World CDs are on here. The Topaz and Emerald Carbuncle plushies, uh, which I think you can see their feet right there. Whoop. They are right there. They're still in their plastic bags, too. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Somebody says, just says the games. Yeah, the games. Wall scrolls, uh, the memories, does that count? Yes. Somebody did put Sephiroth plush. So I don't know if you're referencing the this like official one or if you got uh, a different one from somewhere else. The bag I got from Paris Fan Fest. That's a cool bag. Uh, mm-hmm. VV figures, the games themselves, 30th anniversary Chocobo of Light, full art Maya from the trading card game. Was that you, Medic? I'm pretty sure that that, that had to have been Medic. Might not have <laughs> been, but that is a beautiful full art. Uh, Engine Blade letter opener, Final Fantasy XIV headphones, the fourteen coin collection, which I totally forgot about. Totally forgot about. That is beautiful. Uh, was it you, Medic? Uh, the bag was you, Ferris. Awesome. Uh, so a lot of love there. Tark, what do you got for this one? I think you got a picture of it. Let's put that up. Yep, show that. Uh, bad boy. That's it. I didn't know if you wanted to start with that one, so we'll start with that one. There that's you go. It. Numero uno. Big love in my heart. The big man himself, Bahamut from Final Fantasy X. He's just amazing. Is this the a bag. Play Arts figure Blam. or is this something else? Um, no, this was before Play Arts, I think, was a thing. Um, I found him at GameStop, I believe, and just had to have it and snagged it up. And yeah, I've That's had him around awesome. for you know almost two decades, I guess. Is there a piece um, out there that you're aware of that you would like to get, but just like, hey, that's ridiculously too expensive, or you know, whatever? I would love to have the seven remake. Uh, play arts figures. Those would be amazing to have. Kronos, uh, what do you got? Yeah, so for me, it's kind of like a one-of-a-kind thing, I guess. So it's probably like my trophies from um, from the TCG. From you got, when I you got one there? Put it up, put it up. Yeah, yeah, hold on. I'll grab it. Yeah, th- those are beautiful. And and I think from the year that he won, that I, w- that I saw... Oh, see, yeah, he's got both. Cool. Okay. 
Wait till you 14 fans see this one. So one of these two trophies he's about to show you is going to be just absolutely beautiful for you 14 fans. So check it so, out. So yeah, so this is the local qualifier trophy. So I think there were, I don't remember how many there were total. Can you show uh, the side view of that so they can actually see like it's a, there you go. So it's like a crystal box trophy. Yeah. It's not just like a wall plaque or something. Yeah, that's like the Menphilia with Heidelin. Uh, going nice. on and then uh this was the one this was my highest finish at like a crystal cup so i got second at uh at gen con wow uh that was so that's one of my ones and then uh, other than that like i just have like odds and ends i got plushies and stuff i really like these keychains they're pretty high quality um i still use them i got these from playing the card game too a lot of my stuff actually just came from like uh playing the card game and winning stuff and then i just kept it you know very nice anything out there that you're like ah, i want to get that but you know that's a fortune. I mean, if like money was no object, I'd probably have like all the stuff on the store. Right? <laughs> uh, right. Um, you buy the Stratocaster. I, <laughs> I, I actually also have yes. like a lot. All, I have yeah. all the classic strategy guys down there too. Um, that's probably those are probably big ones. But yeah, um, I, I probably would buy the guitar if it didn't cost like thirty five hundred. I would too. <laughs> I I saw Unalesca uh, stream. She's running her donation thing. Like we're doing the subathon, get twenty five subs for Final Fantasy TCG stuff. She's taking donations to buy the Stratocast. She, I mean, because her collection is, you know, ridiculously huge. And, oh yeah, and yeah it's so, insane. But, I'm buying know, the watch. Right. I, you know, just let's let's have just people donate so I can buy a three thirty five hundred dollar guitar. Hey man. I don't know. It's a pretty cool guitar. It is a pretty badass guitar. I would I would I would buy it. I would buy it. Um, so I didn't both, uh, this is one that we want to see here. Where's my B roll footage? I don't know. You guys have probably seen this, right? The advent pieces. Do you remember this set? This was a limited final fantasy seven set. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I absolutely love this entire set and everything uh, about it. One of the, my favorite aspects of it is this like wall display with three special discs for the Final Fantasy VII game. Um, absolutely. So this was not a collector's set per se. This was not like, you know, you go buy the collector's set and you get the game and all this crap in it, which I don't need to take you on a tour of my background and my upstairs for you to know that there's hundreds of those in this house. This was like its own separate limited edition. There were, you know, X number of them. Uh, but yeah, the... Advent Pieces is the name of the set. You can still get this. Um, it's going to be through somebody selling it, like, you know, eBay type deal. And it's, if you like this, or if you've never seen it and you go look at it, it's it's not cheap, but it's not terribly expensive. This is not a Stratocaster. This is something that you spend uh, probably, for one that's in really nice shape, uh, and has all the pieces. That's the most important part because there's so many pieces to this set. Um, probably two fifty to three hundred. So it's it's not like astronomically out of range. If you if you like seven, this is probably one of the defining pieces uh, of the collection for seven. It was one of my favorites, at least in my personal collection. I'm gonna go with something kind of unique, Chronos as well, and that's gonna be this bad boy right here which you can't see in my camera shot. Um, you can see it if I use camera two, but you can't see it in my normal camera shot. 
This is one of the original Black Mage, uh, A Realm Reborn posters framed with autographs by basically the entire team. We've got Yoshi P, we've got Soken, we've got Koji Fox, like we've got them all here. Uh, seven or eight different signatures from back in 2013. So you can see dated, one of the signatures is dated. Uh, and I like, this is one of my prized pieces. I just like it. Like it's probably worth nothing, um, but it's also unique. There aren't, there aren't many that have all those signatures. There aren't many period. And there aren't, you know, many that have all the signatures in the same places, even if you were at these events to get those signatures too. So kind of one of my like you more unique collectible items. Uh, it's an so, amazing piece. Yeah. A very cool piece. Very cool piece. Uh, and maybe someday it'll be worth something, but you know, that's not why I want it. Uh, we are just, Oh my God, we lost Kronos's video. Oh, oh my no. God. We lost his video. Is it replaced by unicorn? Where we? I can't change cameras. Oh, there, he's coming All back. Right. There he is. He's back. He's back. A couple quick can news hits. Can you actually hear him? No, we couldn't hear you. Uh, okay. A couple quick news hits before we go to Faye and her stream. Square Enix is looking for a name for its Pride mascot. You might remember this mascot was created last year to celebrate Pride. Now, in this this year, <coughs> excuse me, Square Enix is looking to uh, kind of make this mascot more uh, permanent and a part of their legacy to celebrate this year's Pride Month. So they are using they are soliciting names via their Twitter account to name their mascot. And I don't have any good names. Like all the names that I was like, well, no, that's dumb. No, that's dumb. No, that's dumb. Uh, so I don't have any recommendations, but do you gentlemen? I don't have any recommendations. He's cute but as a couple, hell. I love this dude. It is cute as hell. I love this uh, A couple guy. that I saw, uh, Nyx, N-Y-X, I thought was kind of cool. And uh, Mina, M-E-N-A. I don't I don't think they would name it after a character. So I, I think Nyx is out. Okay. Is it Mina? I think that's a Brave Exvius character too. Yeah. I, but, don't uh, think, I don't think they would give it a Final Fantasy character's name. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they would. Maybe the did. interest. I think what I saw on the Twitter was like I think it was like Pride Bunkle or something like that. It was like a combination of like That's Pride and Carbuncle. Cute. That's um, cute. That was not. That was not my idea. That was on the Twitter thread. Someone else put that. But that sounded like the best one that I saw. That's kind of cute. I like the name. I like the and it works with the character design too. I like that. That might be that might be my vote. But we'll see. If you've got better recommendations, head on over to Twitter. Uh, they are looking for all kinds of recommendations. And you might be able to be a part of Square Enix's uh, permanent history, which is always an interesting proposition. We did get a peek today, actually, at what Square is going to be presenting during its showcase, its summer showcase, to air June 13th during E3. We're going to see a world premiere of a new game from Eidos Montreal. This has to be... Tomb, Tomb Raider related, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah 95%. And it's going to be right about up. a 40 minute stream. Uh, we're going to see an update on Babylon's Fall, which I'm showing the picture of. We haven't seen really anything about this game for like two years. Like, I totally like, forgot about it. Was it like 2018 or 2019 that we saw something at E3 about it and then that was it? Is this supposed to be from Platinum Games? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I think Yoko Taro has been working on this, yeah. Uh, details about Marvel's Avengers expansion, Black Panther, War for Wakanda, mm. and updates on upcoming and in-game events. Let's put a pin in that one for just a minute. Uh, and deep dive on Life is Strange True Colors and a first look at Life is Strange Remastered Collection. We also expect to see Final Fantasy 16. Like, I don't think this list is all-inclusive, right? We, I, no, we expect to see something on Final Fantasy 16. We expect to see something on Forspoken. Like there's a lot, but there's uh, a few additional things that we may be getting a glimpse at. And I wanted to put a push, a pin in Avengers because according to Forbes, remember how we all thought and most players thought, you know what? Marvel Avengers really wouldn't be that bad if they would just rework the way loot works in mm. this game. If they would just redo that a bit. Yeah, that's not happening. In a recent live stream, this according to uh, Forbes writer Paul Tassie, in a recent live stream, the concept of a Loot 2.0 rework that the community keeps bringing up was, once again, brought up, and this time we got an answer that def definitely says there is no singular grand rework of gear coming. The recent changes I being referred to, I believe, are improving exotics to some degree, but players have been, that have been expecting a lot more transformative than the current system, and they're not terribly amused, and it's taken eight months to get to the point that we're out at now, but there is no plan for a massive loot reworking for Marvel's Avengers. And I just got to ask, does that mean this is over now? Like, yes, they're going to get their expansion uh, for the Black Panther one, we know Spider-Man isn't coming until after that, which is probably putting it at late 2021, early 2022 for a PlayStation-only exclusive DLC character. If The main problem with the game is not going to be reworked in any meaningful way. Is this, is this just dead now, Kronos? Do you think we even get the Spider-Man? Well, I mean, uh, I haven't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's got to make it's got to make it at least another six to eight months before it's going to get it. Yeah, I mean, I I think they're going to try to at least do what you said, where like they at least release the expansion and probably the stuff that they promised, and then it's probably over. Um, I think but the it, fact that they're not. Yeah. yeah, I I think with Guardians of the Galaxy, we know that they're doing something along that. I don't think they want this to go down before that goes up. That I, could I think, be true. Yeah. I think that might be the play. That might be the play. Tark, is this one just over? Like, can we pull the curtain, tuck it into bed, and just be done? Yeah, the writings are now on the wall. Um, they're showing that they're not willing, willing to put in, any time or money investment into fixing its core issue, which is loot. And you have a looter that you don't want to fix the loot on. So, yeah, this is going to end uh, maybe the next year. Um, I feel bad for everybody that's paid real money for cosmetics and to make their superheroes look cool, but um, and they're not... they managed to screw that up, too. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, it, it, this is doomed. It's... I, I don't see a way back. Um, let's, let's slide over and do Love It or Leave It. <laughs> uh, 
As always, this is the way we cap off the show, giving you a topic, something Square Enix related, whether it be a game, a press release, something they announced, something they did, a system in a game, whatever the hell I feel like bringing up, and the three of us chime in on whether we love it and we want more of it, or we could do without it, and we're just going to leave it on the wayside. We encourage you to give us your thoughts in the comments below on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com. Now that 555 is out in full, the grind is fully explored as far as what you need to do from beginning to end, whether or not you've actually finished it. Separate story, but at least you know what the entire process is. I got to ask, gentlemen, Relic Grinds as a whole, the way they are currently done in Final Fantasy fourteen. Love them or leave them. I'm not talking about Relic Grinds just the, the in general. I'm talking about the way they are executed right now. Love it or leave it. Tarkov. I'll take love it. Um, let's you go back to do other stuff. Um, bring that to some sort of rel relevance. Um, I try not to do my relic grinds uh, until the end of an expansion. That gives me something to do for the next six months is work on relics. Um, yeah, I'm fine with it. And the Bozja content is kind of engaging. I I'm fine with it. I'll, I'll take a love it. Kronos. So I've finished two of the new one, the new relics now. Um, and I see people like complaining, which is funny because if, I don't think those people have ever done ARR relics and had to wait <laughs> on a fate and had to wait on a fate for like twelve <laughs> hours. Um, I'm gonna say leave it though. I, I I would like to see them shake up how they're doing it. It feels very cookie cutter, which to be fair is a lot of how fourteen operates and other with. MMOs too. Yeah. Um. So like I understand like they're trying to get people back into old content. Um. But I don't know like I. I like doing Bosja not because of the relic. I actually just like doing the Bosja stuff. I don't really care that the relic's there. I only do it because it's like just happens to be there. I'd like like a reason to go do other stuff to get a relic. But then also for me, I'm not really the target audience, right? Because I raid. I already have like the weapons like way in advance that are already basically best. I mean, the relic only passes it at the very end. So I'm gonna go with leave it overall, though. I'd like to see a change. Uh, I'm gonna agree with. Kronos, actually, on this one. Um, that's not to say that they're not getting better. Um, the original Atma, and oh my god. I mean, that was horrendous. That was horrendously what? implemented. Uh, um, they <laughs> are... I tell you a tale of Eastern Thanalan. Oh god. <laughs> my entire guild, all of you guys are like, alright, we're going on, and I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Oh, that was awful. Yeah, that's right. That's back when we were in the Game Breaker Nation guild together. Um, yep. That's where we met. And uh, yes. so they are getting better. They are definitely getting better. I am a big fan of them adding like the different abilities to go do. You can go do Bosnia. You can do, go do these fates over here. Or you could go do this and you can go do that. I like that. I, I like where they're improving. Uh, as a process, I just don't like the way the it's generally done in Final Fantasy 14. It's not going to go the way I would like it to go because the game works in a different way uh, than other MMOs. But I, I just come from an older school, Final Fantasy 11, you know, World of Warcraft back in BC and Wrath of the Lich King days where those high-end relic or legendary or exotic or whatever it was called in your game of choice, those were gated behind difficulty is basically the way that they were gated. Yes, there was some repetition, and maybe you had to do the highest end raid X times to get X number of drops and get things like that. Uh, so I, I've just, I like that 
uh, better than I don't feel accomplishment out of bludgeoning hundreds of meaningless creatures over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to grind out a relic. It just I don't feel like I accomplished anything besides tedium when I'm finally awarded with my relic. Unfortunately, it's not going to go the way I want it because there's a whole different gear progression in Final Fantasy XIV that they use the higher and the savage and the ultimate and the extreme content to do. So the relics are never going to be put there, nor do I think they should with the way Final Fantasy does hard-end content. It's improving. I don't like it. Leave it. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's going to do it for today's show. Faye has been waiting patiently. Thank you, Faye. Thank you so much, Faye. Uh, chat, hang tight, because after this show, Faye will be going live, hanging out. Faye, what do you got on store or in store for viewers tonight? What are you playing? Well, back back due to popular demand from everyone, <laughs> uh, the three murder hobos are at it again. Oh, jeez. Smash. smash. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, I need it after this week at work. I don't know about any of the rest of you, but... I could use some Undead Smashy Smash, so we're back to that. Though next week I might take the stream back back to Outer Worlds. Cause so it's you <laughs> and Yod and Tarkov in Diablo 3. Yeah, Tark got all his fancy armor, so we got to show it off. Ah, right. Yep, I glammed it up. <laughs> yeah. Got to give the people what they want. You got to give them what they want. Chat, we'll go dark for about 20 seconds after the show. And then we'll come back uh, with Faye and friends. Remember, tomorrow during my stream, 7 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing a bunch of Final Fantasy TCG stuff, so showing different collection pieces and how it's all stored in my house and everything. Just hanging out and having a good time. We'll walk around with the camera. Um, so we'll be doing a little bit of streaming from my phone and then a little bit of streaming from the PC and then the multiple cameras. We'll have a blast. If you're watching on YouTube, come hang out. Twitch.tv, Ready Check Radio. R A I D E O, and of course we'll be back on two or on next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with another episode of the Relic Grind. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, same as always on Twitter. Still stuck at 148 mounts, by the way. Um, so spirit bombs weren't enough. I'm gonna need more of that. <laughs> These field notes are like terrible. Trying to get all the field notes, so uh -huh. I got one what left. Do you get for that? You get a mount. You get the uh, Balthier's bike. Or you get the Balthier oh. Fram bike. Oh. So, uh, it's a pain in the ass. I got one left though, and um, I'm hoping I can get that maybe tonight. Probably going right back into one v ones after this. So. Nice, Tarkov. Both on Twitch and Twitter at Tarkov Gaming. Also here on Ready Check Radio Saturday and Sunday nights, where we're playing near Replicant still. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally at Mike uh, at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so we can tweet at you every time we go live with one of our three different podcasts, or anytime one of our lovely panel of volunteer streamers goes live to hang out with you. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. <laughs> <laughs>